If you go to londonheritage.ca slash doors open London, you can see all of the places that you can go into tomorrow. 35 places. You can run around, check out things you maybe have never seen before. Banting House, the Brick Street Cemetery, Brain and Mind at Western, the City Arts Center. Some of the places you can go into. Other places will wind up being something that, yeah, you can't just knock on the door and have someone open it and off you go. Well, one of those places happens to be the Hume Cronin Observatory at Western University. To give you a sense of what Doors Open London is going to offer up tomorrow, we went inside today. So Doors Open London, tomorrow afternoon, here is a taste of what it will be like tomorrow, courtesy of Dr. Mark Tovey at the observatory. One of the best things about walking into something like the Hume Cronin Observatory is the smell that you get. This this smells like something official happens here. It's, it's kind of when you walk into a library or someplace that you absolutely know there's there's history here. Something special happens here. Dr. Tobin, thank you so much for having us. Well, welcome to the Cronin Observatory. Uh, Where should we start? Let's start down in the basement and work our way up to the dome where the telescope is. Now, this is good. Okay, so we're going down into the basement. Now, before you picture into a basement, there are still, you know, the manicured steps and everything here. This is just down underground, but it's very finished. Wow. Okay, we've walked into what is a dark room, which has pictures on the wall of... The total solar eclipse, the full moon, oh, the Andromeda galaxy that actually has some real definition. So this is incredible. Okay, so this is, wait a minute, wait a minute. We've got to read a little closer here. Andromeda galaxy with meteor trial. So there's a line going through it. And the original photo was taken in 1925 at an observatory in the Czech Republic. It's absolutely true. It's, it's, I mean, just look at this. It's amazing the resolution you get out of something from 1925. And each of these things that you see on the wall in a light box here, uh, just beaming out, are from the very beginnings of the observatory when it first opened. So it's just incredible, the photographs that they were able to muster at that point in time. And this is why you have to go through Doors Open London and come to the Cronin Observatory, because you can't see the picture right here. Uh, Dr. Tobin's doing a great job defining it, describing it, but that's, that is a whole other galaxy far, far away. And on the day, we'll be able to show you an exoplanet demo, which will give us an idea of how we find planets around other stars. We'll show you how we find out what those planets are made of um, with the new JWST uh, space mission from NASA. And a blast from the past coming back in time to 1940 oh. to a room that shows you what the observatory looked like on the day it was opened. October 25th, 1940. Here it is, the observatory director's office. This is all original furniture and original mechanisms from the time. So just I, if you can hear that, that is the sound of the moon as played by a ping pong ball going around the earth. <laughs> a larger ping pong ball playing that or 
Yeah, that's that's another plastic ball. We've got the moon in an old tin can. Again, these things date from pre-1940. This is an old tractor steering wheel holding the whole mechanism up. It's just something to gladden anybody's inner steampunk. Wow. Uh, as is this brass telescope, um, which was the observatory director's original telescope. And doesn't that just give you flashbacks to the 19th century? It does. It is. It's big. It has a tripod on it that uh, I don't know what that runs about five foot eleven somewhere around there. About that. <laughs> and so, yeah how how much could that particular telescope see if we were looking through it? We've got a near replica that we sometimes take out to show folks stuff in the sky. And the great thing about telescopes is the optics don't go bad. So there are telescopes from like 1913. The telescope in Barcelona is still being do, used to do research. Um, and our big telescope up in the dome that I'll show you shortly, um, a 10-inch refractor. So to this day, the largest working refractor that the public can see in Canada. Um, these things don't go bad. So you can still really see wonderful planetary images through these things. We are getting a taste of doors open along into the Cronin Observatory. There's a picture of the moon on the wall. And again, we're still in the room that existed as this observatory opened and it hasn't been changed and the furniture well you may have sat in some that looks like it if you went to western university it's got some good word furniture but yeah the exact stuff so the picture of the moon on the wall Dr. is Kameen. one of the largest pictures of the moon you will ever see because it is constructed from 18 different photographs taken at the Lick Observatory in the States and then jigsawed together very very carefully half the moon was taken um, in one half of the month and the other half of the moon was taken in the other half of the month and stitched together in the pre-digital age to produce something that would definitely exceed your 4K television set in terms of resolution. I had no idea the moon actually looked as this picture shows it. I'll have a picture on my Twitter feed at Stubbs980 so you can take a look at that. We'll, we'll have that. Okay, now we're moving into a, a little room that appears to have computer-type stuff in it. Apollo era. So this is from the 1960s. We've recreated the telescope control room from the big research observatory north of the city that opened in 1969. And so this is all original equipment from that observatory from that time. And so if you kind of look at the silver and the teal and the, uh, you know, the lit up letters on some of this equipment, the old oscilloscopes, it really brings you back in time to that, that moment, you know, when the, when the Apollo missions launched and people would wire wrap cards rather than, you know, getting them at the best buy. So that is Dr. Mark Tovey, who is helping us to journey through the Hume Cronin Observatory. So we're still down in the basement. Let's take a quick check on traffic and weather. We'll take a quick break and then we'll actually get up into the area where the big telescope is. And this is something that, again, takes you back in time. The doors will be open to it tomorrow afternoon for Doors Open London. Doors Open London is this weekend in London. So tomorrow and Saturday, depending on where the particular spot is you want to go, there are 35 places opening their doors and showing you things you don't normally see. One of them is the Cronin Observatory at Western University, and they let us come and take a look earlier today. 
Before we went upstairs with Dr. Mark Tovey, we wanted to ask about a set of numbers in the Apollo room that we were just in because they lit up, they looked digital, but they weren't, and they definitely weren't computerized. Oh my gosh, yeah, those are called Nixie tubes. So they're little glass tubes that contain filaments in the shapes of all of the numbers from zero to nine. And one of those filaments will be lit depending on what voltage is fed into the tube. And really nothing says 1960s like Nixie tubes. (laughs) (laughs) So we've been to the 40s, we've been to the 60s. Where are we headed next? Okay, let's head up to the dome and to the largest working refractor in Canada. And we have that here in London. See, you never really realized the gems that we have. Largest refractor in Canada is here in London at the Cronin Observatory. So we're jogging up the steps. You don't have to jog up the steps when you're here. You can take your time. But we want to make sure and get you as much information as we can. This is what Doors Open London is all about. You get to go places you've never been before. So now we're at, wow, we are at the top. And if you've ever seen the outside of the Cronin Observatory, if you've driven to Thompson Arena and you've driven by the dome, this is inside the dome. You can hear the echoes inside the dome. And there is what appears to be a massive telescope. It's purple in color. I love that. And over here, not too far away, are some chains and a weight. So what do we have here, Dr. Tovey? Okay, so I'm now going to open up the dome, which is the hole where we can see things through using the telescope. So just have a little listen to this. This is old school. I mean, you could be opening up the Sky Dome at Rogers Center, basically, but it has opened, and we've got how big a gap would that be? That'd be about three feet wide, maybe three and a half feet, something like that. That's all you need. Yep, exactly. And through that hole, we can turn the telescope around using this old-style motor. Again, very old school, but have a listen to this. And right now, the dome itself is moving. Doesn't that just sort of (laughs) juice up your inner mist muscles? You bet it does. This is great. And then, obviously, it's daylight. Yes. Don't see much in the day? Don't see much in the day, except on the day we're going to have solar telescopes, which allow us to safely look at the sun. So we'll be able to see solar prominences and sunspots. And uh, that's actually pretty exciting to see, especially if you've never seen them. No way. And you can look at that. Do you have to wear sunglasses or eye protection of some sort? Uh, The eye protection is on the telescope. You never want to look at the sun directly yourself. Not even in binoculars, right? No, and you never want to point a telescope at it because think about a magnifying glass and uh, just imagine how much worse the burn would be if it was a telescope instead of a magnifying glass. The things we get to learn in behind the scenes. Okay, so now we're walking over. There's, there's a little guy who looks like an alien of some kind. And he dances. Kind of like the dancing Santa, but with the alien. <laughs> nice, nice touch. And then there are steps here. What would these steps be used for? Okay, so if I was to go up the steps... And that's exactly what Dr. Tovin is doing. Yes, 
um, you would be able to move the telescope around and in the evening look through the eyepiece up there um, and see Jupiter or Saturn, one of the planets. Maybe if we're lucky, uh, something faint and wonderful and fuzzy like a galaxy or a nebula or a star cluster. Do you know exactly what's going to be up there now when you start looking, or can there be surprises? Uh, well, one of the f- wonderful surprises that we always check for before an event is whether or not the International Space Station will be passing over. And so if the ISS is doing a pass, we'll certainly be alerting everybody to that, to go outside and check it out, because that's really quite a sight as well. Fantastic. Well, thank you for this entire tour. This is incredible. This is exactly what you would hope Doors Open London's all about. Well, thank you very much for coming and joining us, and uh, we look forward to welcome you on Saturday, 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. Fantastic. All the best. Have a good weekend. Thanks so much. That is Dr. Mark Tovey, who helped us through the observatory earlier today. So you've heard the sounds. In order to see the sights, you've got to go and do it in person, and you can check out London Heritage Council's website. So londonheritage.ca slash doors open London, and you can find all of the info. 